Hello, and welcome to the second reboot of the Legendary Frogcast. Just like Tomb Raider is the game we're about to talk about, is the second reboot of the Tomb Raider series. Yeah, it's trilogy number two, and it finished up. It even had a movie, so it's full. The, the circle is complete. If you don't count like one-off, like like, do the Game Boy titles count as their own series? I don't know. No, no, that that's spinoff games. That's like like the Tomb Raider Go, and there's like that Temple of Light game where it was kind of like it was a. Uh, it was like a co-op kind of platformer. Like that—that that doesn't count. That doesn't. That's just, pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, I—I I didn't play it, but you <laughs> know, but that's okay. It's not bad. Tomb Raider's weird like that. So I've been wanting to talk about. Well, let's first introduce ourselves. I'm Joseph Blanchett, aka Legendary Frog, and uh, this is Kevin Brown, aka Relith. Hey, I've 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 played all of these new Tomb Raider games. And and the Uncharted games that were kind of it it aped off and then they kind of traded back and forth. So yeah, it was... it's, it's weird the uh, circle, the like the complete circle from Tomb Raider to Uncharted back to Tomb Raider that these uh, games has had and and like how they influence each other um, as they were were going on, you know. And even but... games. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, but even games that aren't Tomb Raider and stuff like like. Uh... Even though it it's made by Guerrilla Games and it's completely separate, like the uh, Horizon Zero Dawn really feels like the new Tomb Raider in terms of kind of like what you're doing and how you're surviving and stuff with the bow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of mixes Tomb Raider with a little bit more like Monster Hunter. Yeah, in that game, and, and we can talk about stuff like that. But I've been wanting to talk about the new Tomb Raider series. The one started in 2013 for a long time now. And just like Carly, anyone I know, well, I guess a few people I know have played it, but um, just never really podcasted about it. But the third game came out a few months ago and kind of put an end to this uh, age of Laura Croft. And um, I just wanted to kind of do a little retrospective about um, about this new Tomb Raider stuff. And now it's at a close, and you can kind of like invest. See, see, we've seen the series as a whole, and yeah, it's, see, it feels see like the it's. Picture. Yeah, and it feels like it's going to sleep for a while. I don't think they're gonna, they're gonna make a new one anytime soon. Like, I yeah, don't we, think we can see what worked, what didn't work, and kind of how I feel like they didn't hit the landing um, for the series. I mean, did you? Did you? Sort of jumping off, but did you ever see the uh, film made about the reboot? Uh, yeah, I did. I kind of liked it. I think I need to watch it again, um, because I was expecting a different type of movie, and um, so I need to watch it with that, with like that in mind. Yeah, like I, I, I came in when it was like it was the kind of I, I was. I had a weekend and I, I needed to watch something and I wanted to have something on just to kind of, and I was curious about it. Like my expectations were zero and I was pleasantly surprised. It wasn't like, I'm like, oh man, I really love these games. Let's check out the movie. I think I would have been disappointed, but I was yeah, like, yeah, that's where I was. Yeah. Uh, no, that first Tomb Raider movie I think is a pretty good, bad movie. It, no, it's a great, bad movie. It's it's that it's that old it's like that old video game movie where it was just kind of bad. 
The second one is more bad than good bad. Oh, I don't like. I don't. Oh, I didn't like the second. No, no, yeah, no, no. Um. So let's talk about Tomb Raider. Um. We're not going to talk about the old games, but like, did you ever play some of the old series? I rented. I think I rented either the first or second one. Uh, back in the day, and I really didn't like it because it was that era of PlayStation tank controls that exactly. I never, I never, never liked. Because I started off with a Nintendo 64 once you got past the 16-bit kind of thing. So I, in post-Mario 64, I did not like the tank control style, like moving around. Because I'm like, well, a Mario can move left and right. Why can't Laura? And that was kind of my issue with it. Yeah, when I inherited a PlayStation 1, it came with um, Tomb Raider Chronicles, I think it was, which is where they start running out of ideas. Actually, I think it was Tomb Raider The Last Revelation, but um, I'm looking at a list of games here. Yeah. But, uh, like, I couldn't play for more than 15 minutes because, like, you know, I grew up with Mario 64. When I went back to a game like Tomb Raider, I'm like, what the heck is this game? It's, like, grid-based. All you want to do is swing on this vine, but I can't because I missed it by by a, an, like, <laughs> five feet. Like yeah, that. it just it felt like there's too many button presses to like do a backflip and shoot dinosaurs with your twin pistols, and that's yeah. all I wanted to do. And I, and uh, I watched um, my friend Casey live stream. I think Tomb Raider three, which uh, he was playing the PC version without a controller, so that was a, a special. Oh lord! All right, Fat, so that just reminded me. I'm going to jump ahead. Here's my biggest criticism of the Tomb Raider 2013 to 2018 reboot: No, no dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Exactly. <laughs> why, why is there no dinosaurs? See, um, I told my friend this right before I played the third, um, like the third new game. I was like, I, ho- I hope there's like dinosaurs in this one. It takes place. In that the would jungle. be cool. Yeah, like that. Like, that's a good bow to like tie it. Like poetry, it rhymes. Yeah. <laughs> like you start with dinosaurs and you end with dinosaurs. She said, "Like no, it's not that style." But these games have like zombies and all this other stuff in it. Like I don't. There's think... like magic powers in the first one. Yeah. It's like it's like Japanese oni and magical power show up. Like having a if Laura goes into this deep underground cave in a middle of South America and she finds of a lost like a Tyrannosaurus Rex reincarnated. Like I, I, I wouldn't have been upset, I don't think. <laughs> oh. And it um, and it would have been cool because if you it would have gone with the whole thing if she's starting an apocalypse, right? And then yeah. it's more like the dinosaurs were wiped out by the god and then what it put the, its dagger and now they're back because what if the apocalypse what if the shadow of the Tomb Raider is if she awoken the dinosaurs? <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, would be better than what they did. Yeah. Um, and as for the next kind of reboot, um, I played Angel of Dark, not Angel of Darkness, uh, um, Underworld. Um, but I played it after the fact, after all this, so it was kind of neat to see. Kind of it had the kind of old gunplay of the old games, but kind of with the exploration of kind of the new ones. Um, it was pretty good. It was a good time, but. It, uh, was still in the age of Laura Croft, where she was, um, you know, 
in a wetsuit uh, with yeah like the sex symbol Laura Croft kinda. yeah she's in a wetsuit with no with no legs in the middle of the Antarctic you yeah know. I don't, even 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 as like a thirteen year old I never got Laura Croft because she looked like pixel like she looked like a reboot character and I was like eh like it just didn't never did it did it oh, for me oh yeah those old games that the CG model of Laura looks like a Abomination. <laughs> it's, just, it's 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 just kind of it's it's not great. I mean, like, the, in like the next series of games, like she looks more like a person at least. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we we didn't play much of these old games. So, like the new Laura Croft is kind of how we got into the series, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, like I got actually came in there about from from Un- Uncharted. Uncharted is where I got basically kind of into it. And then when I saw that the new Tomb Raider was going to be like Uncharted, I was more like, cool, like give me more of that. But with like like a character and see what they would do about it. Is it Tomb Raider kind of came out near the end of that generation's life cycle, and there's already been, like, three Uncharted games by that point. I think. At least two. So, um... Yeah, yeah so I, I think I, it was Uncharted 2. I think that was the one that maybe was like, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, like, one reason I liked the Uncharted games, especially 2 and 3 and 4 and stuff, is, um, you know, it plays a lot like Tomb Raider, even though they came first. Yeah, like, yeah, the... You had the climbing and the sh- the gunplay, and it felt and the adventure and the kind of you're the explorer, and it it, it felt like it's kind of like this is what they were going. F- it felt like that's what they were going for with the earlier Tomb Raiders, and they nailed it with Uncharted. Yeah, where Uncharted, like Nathan Drake, is this kind of this lucky son of a gun. Um, they wanted to make. Laura Croft in the new game, like just a little more realistic, like have a uh, consequences to her injuries. Yeah, I, I I thought that was the best done in like the first one. Yeah, because I, I remember seeing that first trailer, um, and like you know the first thing they show is Laura getting impaled by some by a piece of metal. <laughs> and like, oh, but like the rebar, and it yeah. was just it's real bad. And and, like people are like, oh, this game is gonna be. Much different to- in tone than the than the other ones. I, Casey is online on Discord, so he might be joining in. I sent him. I, I, I added him. Okay. So that's so, but you know, he might join in. But yeah, like, and and it, I, I, I really liked that they kind of showed how, unlike Nathan Drake, who kills like. 30 dudes for no reason and just doesn't have a problem with it. Like Laura had a big problem killing like a deer, like we, which is good. Like, it's like, Oh Lord, this is real bad. I'm not like, just, I'm not like, Oh, happy murder. Fun time. There's actually consequences and I have to grow and deal with this problem. It's uh, something the story handles, but the gameplay really doesn't. And that's kind of a big complaint people had with that first game. Where, like, there's a big deal about her, like, killing her first person. Like, she's about to throw up all over the place. 
but then like the very next scene she like kills a bunch of people with no reaction oh we're yeah, talking but about I, the I new think one. it's like I excuse that um, in terms of like at least I don't want an unfun like half throw up meter after every kill, and then I have to go into my skill points and level up, like, intestinal fortitude. So after every kill, then Laura's like, oh, now she can... Although, that kind of might be neat, but it's just like, oh, she her tolerance towards death has gone down. Now she can kill three guys without throwing up. Hello. Hi, Casey. We decided to start without you. That's fine. I, I had to tell... I had some really funny stories from work. Uh, is he having mic or... problems? Got mic, mic check? Hey there, Casey. Welcome back. We're solving some problems. Um, we're talking about Tomb Raider. <laughs> I noticed. We're mostly talking about the new one, but um, I know you're a fan of the old ones as well. I am. I'm a fan and an expert on all things Tomb Raider. You're an expert. <laughs> yeah. I, I came in on the conversation about how uh, in the the so they got the reboot trilogy, and in that first one, you have the bit where she like it's like, oh, I got to kill somebody, and it's like horrifying and all that, and it's like this powerful movie. She's just killing people. There's to speak on that. By the way, Rayleigh, can you hear me? Yes. Ah. Uh, so I was gonna say to speak on because you guys are talking about like the the death thing. Yeah. Uh, there's a really funny moment where so they made like a reboot of the first game, right? Uh, I forget. It's, I think it's Tomb Raider Anniversary is what it's called. And there's a scene near the very end where it's like the mine shaft level, and there's like one of the henchmen of the villain that you kill. And it's like a weird little boss fight, and you shoot him to death, and he dies. And then there's like this bizarre cutscene where like she kills him, and then like she like holds her hands up and looks at her hands like I'm a murderer. But this is like at the end of the game where you've already been like just killing everything, and I don't know. It's like they've they've they always mess that up with that character. <laughs> I think I think it's a noble attempt though. Like it's one where even if you you didn't do it, I I respect the attempt to try to give your character some pathos to what they're doing. It's pretty rare for a video game, that's for sure. Yeah, the game that does it the best is is uh oh, what was that game called? Undertale. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was it was uh it was like the modern military shooter where it looked like the most generic... It was like, no, Spec Ops The Line. It's like the most generic military shooter, and then it turns into Heart of Darkness because uh, like <laughs> the game is marketed as, like, here's Call of Duty. But really, it's like, nah, these guys are getting effed up, and it's messed up. It's great. Yeah, I, I was telling Joseph here that... Uh... I you know I've played all the newer ones like the newer trilogy of course um and I've also played all the rest of them I've streamed them all on Twitch I've I I I'm like the four I'm like the the expert on Tomb Raider at least w- within this Discord so <laughs> uh, that's that's pretty high up there I've only oh. played like the new three I love Tomb Raider like all the, so I I feel like the Tomb Raider series has got something for everybody. Like, no matter what kind of, like, stuff you're into, like, all the old ones are, like, super ridiculous, like, 80s B action movies. It's great. Uh, if you can get past the graphics, are a little dated. They've aged terribly, but in, like, the way that makes them great. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, you've got, like, the Crystal Dynamics ones, which is, like, the Xbox ones, where they, they kind of rebooted everything, and it's all slick and all that, but it's, it's still, like, a ridiculous action movie. You've got the newest ones are much more gritty, that everyone likes the new ones, you know, so it's a solid franchise. Well, as a fan of the old games, like, how did you feel about the the newest reboot? 
where it was like more like a uh, Uncharted. Well, the the funny thing is is that I want to say Uncharted came along because of the lack of Tomb Raider. Like, this is something I'm a little sketchy on this history, and I'm sure people could correct me, but I'm pretty sure... So Tomb Raider went through a, a phase where, like, um, they made uh, Angel of Darkness, right, on the PlayStation 2, and it it's terrible. Like, I mean, it, it's terrible, but it, I have, like, a love for it. I don't know how to explain it. That it, was the last it's really one bad. The, that was the last one, the uh, original. The original, yeah. yeah. And, and, like, I played it, and it's it's terrible to play like it's really difficult to get through but there's so many things that are just like so bad that it's like great to just sit down and laugh at like it's just full of problems uh but the they got they all got like fired essentially and then they the they handed off the franchise to a different company to crystal dynamics i believe but they didn't do anything with it for a long time and I think that that's around the time like they started making the Uncharted games to cash in on like that that void. Uh, Although I'm not 100 sure about was that. Making Thief. That's right. Yeah. And then they moved on to Tomb Raider, which that was like that was in like the PS2 era still. So I think all the first two games were on like PS2, and then like Underworld was like like a 360 and PlayStation 3 game. I think I think Legend was on three, not 360. Because I owned it. I didn't have it. Well, unless it was. No, I played it on PC. So I'm not sure. Yeah. Either way. Either way. Yeah. They... yeah. But, but I think, yeah, between um, like Underworld and the reboot, um, along comes Uncharted. Yeah. Well, and it's Same. weird because... I was going to say it's weird because Uncharted takes from Tomb Raider, and then Tomb Raider comes back, and then takes from Uncharted. So it's like this weird, like, unholy, like... Like they're like now feeding off each other. I don't necessarily mind it because I I think yeah. they're all good games, so I think they're fun anyway. It's whatever. I don't really care who's ripping off who at this point. Yeah, well, like Uncharted. I don't know if you ever played them. Um, it's way more of a uh, just a shooting gallery. Like um, I guess Tomb Raider's kind of like this too, but just a million henchmen. Like it's kind of a, almost a disconnect between the story and how many people you're killing. <laughs> Because you would think like Nathan Drake would be the psychopath because he has to kill a million people every time he goes on an adventure. Yeah, um, it, well, it's it's kind of like both like Tomb Raider. Well, yeah. sorry, both like Tomb Raider. Uh, yeah, um, the people you're killing like feeds into Laura's development as a character. Um, it like changes who she is through the course of that first game. Um, like the stuff she has to do. Also, it makes sense why Trinity is really after her because it's like this this girl killed fifty dudes. She just like committed a genocide against their entire organization. Yeah, like yeah. like your your secret organization probably doesn't have more than like two hundred guys, and this girl killed like a half, of, like a third of them. I like that's a problem. I like in that first game how it's like we're on this uncharted island and, and then you discover there's like people living there and you just kill everybody. I mean, I don't know how many people are on that island, but you must kill like 500 people, you know, and then, oh, here's like some ancient Japanese warriors. We're going to shoot them to death too. Like how many people are living here? You know, like yeah, what? the idea was like all the, like the first game was, isn't a Trinity, but it's just like that cult. Yeah, and like, like the Bermuda Triangle, yeah, but like off of Japan. Yeah, basically all the people there are just like people that got shipwrecked. And I'm like, how many people got shipwrecked on this island? There's like shanty towns. <laughs> a whole and, civilization. Yeah. And they're all men. 
<laughs> yeah, good, uh, there's no there's no women on that island that's why well, that's why they're all so ravenous for for laura and she's gonna fight them off no. well, it's, it's magic and i think i think it gets away with it by just saying it's magic i'm like yeah i believe it you know that and that's kind of the point of that that first reboot game is that like laura kind of has to learn to believe in magic because at first she's like no like I, that's a bunch of BS. I'm just here to do science. And then at the end, it's like, oh, I guess it's it's kind. Of, they ripped that off of Indiana Jones, by the way. That, that's like the plot yeah. arc of that. Well, first all of movie. these are ripoffs of Indiana Jones. Sure, but but I mean, like the the thematic material of like I'm a scientist, and then at the end, it's like, oh, but there's things out there science can't explain. Ooh, you know that that's like very Indiana Jones. So, well, like um, I know the original Tomb Raiders had some pretty out there. Uh, uh, Magic, um, and dinosaurs, and dinosaurs. Oh, the originals. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude, dude. When I said it's like an old B, like an action, like a schlocky action movie. I ain't. It's not like everyone remembers the dinosaurs. They forget like, oh, like here's a giant Cronenberg scorpion man monster, or like you know, uh, I'm trying to remember some other ones. Terminator Three's got a lot of crazy, crazy stuff. Like Terminator Three has my like favorite plot arc of like. Oh, we're in London for no real reason, and and we're looking for a thing here. Let's look on rooftops and sewers of of London. And oops, we found sewer mutants. What are these guys all doing here? Oh, why they're the leftover experiments from this like like cosmetics company that that like made them into mutants. And we're gonna help them now. And we're gonna we're gonna go kill the CEO of the cosmetics company. Oh, she has the artifact we're looking for. What a coincidence! End yeah. the level. <laughs> yeah, like in the new Tomb Raider, it's like it's it's kind of the magic that I like, where it's like nothing too crazy. It's like reincarnating a, a dead uh, goddess or queen or whatever, and um, you know that leads to super powerful like super people. It's so, more yeah. mysticism than it is like yeah. like fantasy. Yeah. And um, we're me and Rareth were talking earlier. Like the reboot doesn't really get too crazy with this its magic stuff, but it would have been kind of neat if the third one kind of introduced something a little more crazy. There is. What I was going to say. All right, I was going to say there is there is a sequence at the end of that third game where it's like, oh oh, we're in an active volcano, and I got to jump across lava pits. <laughs> Can is this? Are we gonna spoil? Do spoilers or no spoilers? Um, like yeah, spoilers, yeah. Too okay. late now, bitches. Oh, well, I just, I just didn't want to spoil the laser knife fight at the end of Terminator Three <laughs> <laughs> because that part I actually thought was pretty neat. Where you is get, it- you have the sun dagger fight. Isn't isn't there something that that guy just keeps saying? He has like some voice line. I swear to God, he just says over and over and over, and I can't remember what it is, and it gets really annoying by the end of the fight. I can't remember. I just remembered he was weak to shotgun, like everything else. (laughs) What's this demigod? Oh, I've got a shotgun. (laughs) Shotgun Um, and scramble, and that's how you do it. Exactly. I love the... uh, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Joseph. Well, like, yeah, like the uh, scramble button. I just love in that first game where you find out, oh, I can dodge by scrambling, and then Laura Croft turns into this little skittering little insect. <laughs> <laughs> just always scrambling all over the place. I, I love how every game is like, ooh, we're deep in these caves. 
And oh, there's something in the shadows. Oh, what could it be? The the locals say there's monsters here. And, and every single time I'm like, oh, what's it going to be? There's something creepy in here. What's it going to be? What creative monster? Oh, it's just people living in caves <laughs> and they yeah. climb around like bugs. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the cannibals in like the the third game or the Reavers from uh, uh, <laughs> Firefly. Just your generic <laughs> like, here you go. They're just like some wild humans that go and like climb around in caves. Yeah, like one of the reasons I want to do this podcast is so we could talk about uh, the third game and and how my opinion how it was pretty disappointing. Um, Really, I I didn't like it. I did not like the third game. Well, but to do that, I think we need to talk about what we love about the other two games. Okay, okay. Um, So I think this first game is kind of my favorite. Yeah, just in in terms of um, I'll agree there. Of its like pacing and story structure and like in, the, in like the characters, it does like the and best the, job. And the giant set piece action sequences where Laura dies in like awful, terrible <laughs> ways. <laughs> yeah, that's re- that's really interesting because number two is my favorite. <laughs> number two guys- is my favorite of them all. Now, what do you guys think of like the, especially in the first game, the over the top death sequences? I thought they were the best in the first game because it's just like it it reached that level of like so insane that it was like cheesy and like noteworthy. Where it's, it's like, like definitely they're like definitely the best. But what do you think of them? Like, are they do they? Oh, the are tone? they appropriate? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know me, my sense of humor is like very over the top. <laughs> Like, whenever things go to insane levels, I'm having a good time. It's so, a Mortal Kombat fatality. Like, yeah, it's just yeah. like, it's like if, if if I'm playing the game and I make a mistake, and my punishment is to see something so horrible that I drop the control on the floor and go, oh, like, I think the game is doing a good job. I mean, one of the best ones is, I think, when you're, um, I think you're, like, out of control in the river rapids. And yes. You, and, like, you're rockets or a tree trunk gets impaled in your jaw in the or neck like no it yeah. goes through her jugular or uh, no it does go through it goes up through her chin it comes out the back of her skull yeah, and like, like, that's oh. mortal combat and i was like yeah that's mortal combat silliness it's like <laughs> what what actually got me on that game is just where she gets impaled in the rebar and then and it's not oh. like super over the top it's just like i gotta pull out the rebar and then put in the hot rebar to cauterize it and i was like ooh, that's ugh. Yeah. Well, that first game, they were definitely trying to go for like a, we're we're going to be really brutal and gritty and gruesome, and I don't really know why. Like, it's a weird marketing decision to take, right? Because it's not like anything else at the time was doing that. And Uncharted where is it just like kind of did it? Like the start of Uncharted Two is Nathan Drake like kind of hurt in the train, but he's powering through it. So I guess they're like, oh, if Nathan Drake powers through it, let's let me show you that Warren Croft will power through anything. Well, there's a side note. I love how these terrible things happen or like she gets mauled by like a jaguar in one part, you know, but then like in the next scene, she's just kind of like limping around a little bit and holding her side. Just like, 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 oh, my God. Um. But I, oh man, I, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't get that marketing direction unless it was supposed to be like a, you know, oh, this is gonna be like a survival game. We're gonna dump you in the wilderness and you figure it out, right? Like unless yeah. that was their intention. Yeah, but... like unofficial subtitle of that game is Laura Croft, um, a survivor is born. 
So yeah, and by the way, I think that that's a that's a pretty cool idea if you want to go that direction. The problem is that the game doesn't really do that. Like, there, there's like a story being told. There's like only maybe a couple parts where it's like, oh, I gotta survive and find like food. Yeah, and it's but, like kind of a you kind of just forget about it. Yeah, like there's one part where she's like, oh, I'm so hungry, I need to kill a deer and feel bad about it. <laughs> a whole deer. And, um, <laughs> I need and, to eat this entire horse. Yeah, so like I was saying, oh, like does she need to like eat to keep her, up her strength? It's like no, that's just there to show you that you can craft items from like animal skins, <laughs> which I did like. That's one of the things I feel like. I feel like Tomb Raider is is a fusion of of the Uncharted like shooting and climbing and and like the Far Cry Three animal crafting mechanics, which I really liked. Where yeah, you could, it, like upgrade which... yourself. Yeah, which I got deeper into, um, like, in the next game. Um, I think the third game is where I got the most into that, where, like, I was actually, like, looking for, like, oh, I want to go find this thing so I can make that outfit or whatever. It's kind of the most important in the third game. I yeah. Um, well, the third but, game also has a lot of, like, the stealth stuff where you're, like, yeah. you know, like, yeah, oh, I it's got... It's also hit. Batman. Like, the yeah. Batman Arkham games where you're, like, here's your <laughs> stealth section. Yeah. But I mean this in a good way. Like, I liked, I liked being able to stealth... Three. That was the probably the best part of that game where you're like, oh, I'm up in the trees and I'm, I'm going to wait till no one's looking. Yeah, and I'm going to like get this guy and hang him on the branch and then everyone else is going to be like, oh, what happened? And then you're like still sneaking around and it, it's great. <laughs> yeah, the third game is, is well, we'll talk about it, I guess, but like it, it's... We'll get there, it's fine. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we'll get there, but um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, just in terms of like the plot structure... In the way the characters interact with the plot, um, I think that like a group of survivors from the boats were like all great characters. Yeah. Um, and like of course, like uh, oh, what was his name? Noah. The yeah. big guy, right? Yeah, like, he's the, the best Hawaiian character. Dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm glad he continued on throughout the rest of the series. Um, I forgot who he was in the second game. I was like, wait, who's this? <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I don't know why I forgot him, but. I'm disappointed that Sam never showed up again because I that's guess... been weird. Yeah, yeah, because like that would have been a nice uh, like you had a trio. By the mm-hmm. end of three, I could have like I thought like it was gonna like in the ending scene of three it was gonna be like Laura Croft returns home and uh, Sam is her living girlfriend. Like I really thought <laughs> yeah. that's how, like I really thought that's how it was gonna end. Well, that'd be cool. I'm um, on board. You know what I really and this is this is me being an old Tomb Raider fan. Uh I really wished that by the third game we got to run around her stupid mansion. I miss that from the old games. You I wanna I wanna a, run around her his, mansion. You didn't, you didn't babby for him. You ran yeah. around. No, I wanna have like on the main menu the option to just go to her mansion and just well, there's like a there's like stuff to do. Yeah, like no, please do the, that. Rise of the Tomb Raider, you can do that. Oh you can? Yeah, they I didn't have, know that. They have a DLC, which is... Oh, it's a DLC. Which is Explore the Mansion, the game. I want to I lock her stupid butler in the freezer again. <laughs> like, why can't we do that in a modern Tomb Raider game? It, it'd be, it's, it's really dark when it's hyper-realistic. <laughs> and you get to see <laughs> the frost point. creep across his face. <laughs> like Miss Croft place. <laughs> it's so cold. <laughs> Uh, you could do that in the Xbox ones, like in, in Legend. I don't know if you could in Underworld, but in Legend you could. And there was like unlockable things to find or there was all this stuff in her in her house. And like it, it felt kind of based on like the, the movies, if you remember the, the stupid movies where like her house is just full of crazy crap. Like I'm going to go bungee jumping in my Fourier or whatever. Uh, 
I don't know. Like every every time they reboot that series, they they take something with it. Where it's like the the reboot from the Xbox ones, where she has all her dumb friends. It was like, oh, here's like the tech guy back at the house, and and the butlers on the phone, and they're like telling you what to do. And it's like, I don't know. I I got a little bit of that in the newest ones. Where it's like she's, she's still got her band of friends that are like helping her out or whatever. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I like the, I like the first of the of the well. What, what, why did you like the second one? Because I'm curious. I don't. I think I like the second one the least. <laughs> See, I like the second one because it kind of got more into the 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 Trinity kind of mercenary stuff, and I, I felt like the unlocks. I felt were at a good pace, and to me, like mechanically, it played better. Like it's hard. It's just it's because it's been a while since I've played these ga- like the first two and like I recently I played three like couple whenever it came out like December or I, I played it a couple January. months ago yeah yeah so like that one's fresh in my brain but two I remember coming away with like a good feeling about it I think it was paced well and it and it had like a lot of kind of it it just it like ah it's just. And and I think I, I liked it because the tomb the like I did a lot of the tombs in that game. Oh yeah, a lot of the yeah. bonus tombs. And I because the one I when I played it I got the because uh, I don't have and like an Xbox. So when I got the PlayStation Four version, it came with all the DLCs. And I did like the Baba Yaga one, which really stuck out in my brain. Is <laughs> like that one was cool. And like a lot of just like that game, I don't. Maybe it's just it was like a time and place sort of thing, but it hit me at like a really good time, and I was like, "Yeah, I like I did a lot in that game." And I just remember <laughs> I enjoyed I enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it because it was a little less, at least in my brain, a little less kind of goofy at the end. Like there wasn't like here here shoot the storm goddess with your twin pistols, <laughs> which is which is fine. But it was more like, nah, here's just a dude who wants your money. <laughs> You're like, oh man. I was I was really waiting for the the like the the uh, MacGuffin in the second game to be the Holy Grail. Like there was like a twist at the end. I f- like I feel like it was going that direction. Like uh, you, you read a lot of the stuff like well, leading what, up to it. Well, that's Sorry, go what ahead. um like Laura's dad was like searching for was like the Holy Grail or the Fountain of Youth or something like that, right? It's some, I don't know. Well, the thing is, is that they, they almost go there with it, right? Like they, they talk about like, I don't remember if it's an actual chalice, but they like, there's a lot of like notes and stuff talking about like, you know, there's a lot of like Jesus stuff going on in that game, but, but then like it subverts it all. And it's like, Oh, it's not that here. It's this random dude here. Who's it's name's Jacob. He has some biblical name. And the thing you're looking for is just like a symbol. Oh boy! <laughs> and I was like, oh, it should have been the Holy Grail. Why well, the, did they? Um, why did they go like eighty percent and stop? <laughs> I think the DLC, um, like because the DLC is is uh takes place before the game actually, where or like in between like the like the opening part. And oh yeah, before like the Siberia part, um, where Laura's gonna like lose the deed to her house unless she can find like a will or something, but um. <laughs> She uh, comes across a lot of her dad, of her dad's notes about um, when her mother died, and it's really about like learning more about her parents. It's mm-hmm. like the point of the DLC, but um, she, he actually finds like what he thinks is like um, the Holy Grail or the Cup of Life or something, and like yeah, whatever he tries, it is they call it. it, 
yeah, and he tries it to resurrect um, Laura's mother, and it doesn't work. And like after that, he just gives up and becomes like a shell of himself. I really liked the villains in the second game. Yeah. I'll say that, like the yeah, like... the well, the two um, brother the brother and sister character who like. Like, I forget what it is. One of them is sick and dying, and it's, like, the reason why they're going after this thing is to cure it. Yeah, uh, which uh, she's actually married Laura Cross's dad. And she like, killed him. That's right. That's yeah, right, yeah. yeah. So, like, she's, like, kind of like a step-aunt. To yeah, she's yeah. the evil stepmom, literally. Oh, yeah, the mom, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, like, this uh, a second game. Um, I think it does almost everything better than the first game. Um, except for maybe, uh, maybe the, like, I like the story, but I, I just like the straightforwardness of that first game. The the thing I didn't like about the second one, and this is totally me, on me, like, this isn't the game being bad, and I think a lot of other people like this about it. I really enjoyed, like, all the crazy over-the-top action nonsense in the first one. I was like, wow, this is a lot of fun. And they really toned that down a lot in the second one. It was a much more like thoughtful, yeah. like was, we're going to do a lot more like you're, you're puzzling your way through tombs and stuff. And, and so like I was ready for like, I, I want to have a scene where we're like skiing down a mountain and there's like an avalanche coming and then like a helicopter falls down and, and blows up and then like snakes come flying at you. And you're like, oh, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I was like waiting for a scene like that and it never really happened. <laughs> so I was like, oh, damn. Uh, yeah, I think that's kind of that. Also, is like just my personal preferences. Like that's why I enjoyed it because I, I like yeah. when I was playing Uncharted. Like my favorite sequences were just the the slower pace. Like here we're in this temple room and we got to figure out how to open the door. And we got to <laughs> do like look at our notes and it's like a puzzle adventure game. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool because that made it feel more like like Laura's an explorer and like a a a uh, an adventurer and i feel like most of adventurer is not like shooting 50 pillar metal military dudes it's like <laughs> well here's our ruins we gotta like investigate the painting and then cross check with my notes and then i gotta push the door and then and then it's like i liked i liked that slow like here's all of the adventure not just like the the movie part and i thought that i think they did that a lot in the second one which i really the- i i really liked well, I think that was more of the of the third one had a lot more of those um, slower moments. Yeah, the third one slowed down even more. I think like it it tried to like really take its time. Well, and it's it's funny on my part because out of all the older games, the one I liked the most out of those is Tomb Raider Four: The Last Revelation, which of course is the least like action movie game of all of those games. I guess out if you don't count the first one. Uh, but, like, that whole game is, ju- like, I don't, they give you guns in it, but, like, you basically can't kill anything. It's like, oh, here's just a bunch of undead mummies. Like, d- you can't shoot these to death, you know? <laughs> they just keep coming. You just got to find ways to avoid them and solve all the puzzles. And it's a lot of just wandering around ruins. And I like that one the most. It's the most atmospheric. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like it tells its story the best, despite, I mean, all the old Tomb mm-hmm. game stories are ridiculous. It's like, oh, the the ancient god set has risen onto planet Earth and deal with it, you know. Like, here's a locust plague, you know. Um, out of the three games, uh, which uh, tombs do you like the best? Hello! Well, who's this? Yeah, it's Chris Bow. Chris Bow. Have you played Tomb Raider? I've played Tomb Raider before, yes. I, I saw there was a chat going on, and I was like, eh, I got time to kill. 
Yeah, okay, because well, we're doing the podcast about the Tomb Raider reboot. Which of your oh. which of your Tomb Raider reboots is your favorite? One, two, or three? Uh, my favorite Tomb Raider reboot was uh, Tomb Raider Legends. Oh, that one doesn't count because that's that, the Xbox that a, reboot. That is a reboot, but it's not the reboot. It's, that's the wrong <laughs> reboot. It's like, right. it's like this series is like Godzilla. You know, it's like oh, here's like. There's like all these reboots, and here's timelines that cross over again. It's just like this is impossible to follow. <laughs> yeah, nah. Uh, but yeah, like I think, I think it just it. Uh, I think it uh, three three just. I don't. I I have problems with three. I feel like one is this the setup. Three is like the refine. Uh, two is the refinement, and three is where the ball is is dropped a bit. I didn't. I didn't like three. The start for three sucked. The, um, one of the things that bothered me, and this this isn't this is kind of a nitpick, I guess, but but whatever. If we're if we're trashing on three, this is one of the things I think is really dumb. Where like halfway through the game, you encounter like the big hidden temple city place. That's like oh, this you know it's like an ancient Aztec city where the people are still ancient like Aztecs or whatever, and. I was like, how has no one seen this from, like, that satellites? That was my problem. There's, like, no magic. There's, It's like they're not, like, in an underground cave or, like, like Land of the Lost or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, it's okay, it's like, whatever. It's, like, down the river from the town that yeah. you started. Yeah. Google Maps wasn't invented yet, guys. No, yeah. it's a modern no, game. did the guy have, like, a boat and he just never went down, like, the river? Like, what? <laughs> what's around the bend? Like, I don't know. And you go there and it's, like, the... Yeah, even... It's, like, the... El Dorado city of gold. It's like what? They they even set it up like it's going to be this big hidden city because when you're getting there, it's like really difficult to reach. You're like climbing around on these like hanging vines and, and it's like oh, there's like no trails going to this place. This is crazy. And then like you find it, and it's just like this giant pyramid city. And like, well, how is how is this a secret? What's going on? And when you go back there, you just go up the river. Yeah, to this like, little <laughs> cave. Um. Yeah, before we get into the third game, uh, which uh, tombs were your favorite? Like, which game had the best tombs, do you think? I think it was two. I think that's why it's yeah. my favorite. I didn't yeah, do two. a lot of the ones in two. Yeah, two. I didn't do a lot of the ones in two. Yeah, the ones in the first game were, were pretty simple. Um, but I think two, like, integrated it a lot better with, like, the place that you're in. Um, yeah, like, it, it all felt cohesive. Yeah. Three had some pretty good tombs too, but I have my own problems with uh, how they handled those. So, Casey, you like the third game um, a good yeah. a good deal, um, but me and Railith are a little less hot on it. Um, oh, do I have to leave the chat now? No, just, no, 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 I'm like, just joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have I been excommunicated? Like, <laughs> no, it, like I'd give good, it like a three a out of five. It's a good conversation. Yeah. Um, well. Chris, since you're here, did you like the third Tomb Raider game? Like uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider? Oh, his mic's in his mic. Okay. <clears throat> All right, whatever. <laughs> so I was really looking forward to this game. I thought the, the CG trailer they released looked really cool. I didn't I even thought, see it. I thought it was a cool premise where, like, Laura, by trying to help, accidentally causes this mind apocalypse and everyone's <laughs> afraid of her. Um, 
I game... even liked the gameplay demo of the e- the E3 where she was yeah. doing like the predator stuff where she's yeah. like covering herself in mud and hiding in walls. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like I yeah. thought that was great. Like the game really wasn't about that CG trailer much. Like it didn't really focus much on any of that. Um, I'm gonna have to jump out, guys. Uh, have a good have a good chat. All right, <laughs> you're guested. Yeah. yeah I've got... <laughs> Special guest Chris Bow. Bye. Oh, yeah. It's I like we're gonna keep talking like next, like you know. Yeah, no, no, no you keep going. You keep going. This is authenticity. This is what the people like. I'm like not even joking. This um, oh, okay. Anyway, okay, so uh, where was I? Oh, uh, yeah, we were so talking this, about we were, yeah, we were talking about amnesia, a machine for pigs. Right. Yes. Um, they said up front it's gonna be more kind of stealth and slower paced. It's a different studio. This is uh. Uh, oh, what what's the name of the studio? Crystal Dynamics. No, the that third was game like, was a uh, was a um, something something Montreal. They made like Deus Ex. Yeah, Eidos Montreal. Yeah, Eidos Montreal. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah they made the, the Day of Sex games and the newest uh, Thief game. Um, <clears throat> and uh, everything just feels like a straight to DVD sequel. Of Tomb Raider. <laughs> it felt like all the leftovers. That game felt like it, it's kind of like we had leftovers from one and two and we kind of put them together. Because you oh, had I... like the jungle areas from one. It's like, well, we had this kind of Mayan temple, but it really didn't work on our Japanese Oni Islands. Well, you know, we just kind of put it. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I was really hoping when I knew it was going to be a trilogy, because the first one's like, you know, oh, we're in the jungle in Japan. Then the second one's like, oh, we're in Siberia. There's lots of snow. In fact, the whole end of two is like, we're in like a big a glacier cave. Glacier, That's beautiful. Yes. Oh it's my God. It's great. That, that, by the way, I wanted to say this earlier and didn't really have the chance, but that the spectacle at the end of two of, of, of Rise of the Tomb Raider is incredible. Like you walk into that big ice cave at the end and it's just like, I was, my jaw went to the floor. And I remember wandering around thinking, like, you can see the the parallax effect, and it's like, that's all stuff that's, like, there. Like, that's not, like, some weird matte painting that some designer made, and just, like, here's a skybox. Like, they they 3D designed all that entire city, uh, and it's it's crazy to look at. The scale of it is is incredible. Like, in VR, that would be insane. Um, that's why so, my computer chugged when that scene came. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, like they did all that. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. And I remember thinking, like, I really hope the third one's like in Egypt or something, so we get like desert stuff. Yeah, like, like that'd the be same, cool. Th- that's the full Uncharted. The, the yeah. Uncharted started with you start in the jungle, you go to the snow, and then you end in the desert. So well, yeah. how about this? If you don't want to be like, if you don't want to be like super cliche and do Egypt, then do like, like you know, uh, 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 like Native American stuff, right? Like. Uh, Oh, that would have been go, go to like go to like Nevada, like Utah, you know, like um, you Area know, like 51. lots of old root bombs. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. That'd no, be legit. The third, cool. the third game did Area Fifty One. The 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 third actually, you could do this in three. Like so, so Tomb Raider Three on the PlayStation did Area Fifty One, and it's terrible. <laughs> like it's like the most schlocky version of Area Fifty One you can ever imagine. Uh, that would have been funny if they did that in this one. Actually, now that I think about it, and like, but like, did it did it like gritty and fun? Uh, I don't know. Any, anyway, yeah, like, do like do like the American deserts or something if you don't want to be like super cliche and have like Egypt or something, you know, or or I don't know, do do something that's not just another jungle. Um, 
like get some color in there get get some diversity you know uh that that had been that had been neat um i, um, I think well like the sauce and stuff i like about the third game which i think they uh was a nice change of pace um, sure i like the graphics and the color palette it's much more bright and uh vibrant yeah I think all of the games are, for their respective, like, generation, some of the best that you'll see. Well, Rise of the Tomb Raider is really, like, muted, because it's, like, in Siberia, so it's all, like... It's lots of snow, and, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, I like like the Mayan, um, like, reds and greens and golds, you know, Um, it's just really nice looking. I like how they buffed Laura up, so she has these... Really muscular forearms. She has very mus, very sexy muscular forearms. Yeah, so, and with all those pickaxing climbing she's doing, she better. Have yeah, some she she better. <laughs> she's like she's like doing like overhang crap like just forever. There's um, yeah, there's some stuff in that room. Like I don't think humans can do this. I'm not sure. I do like oh, oh I like the uh, camera mode where uh, if you pause the game, you can. Uh, do the camera and have her smile right as she's about to be impaled in the chest. <laughs> I didn't know that. What? Yeah, oh, yeah there's this, there's a camera mode where he takes screenshots, but he can change her expression. <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, um, I do like the uh, slower moments. Um, I like the flashback and stuff. Like, yeah, like I the thought flash- that was really neat to, yeah, to see flashback. her relationship with her dad and her mom. I thought yeah, that yeah. was flashback. Yeah. I liked um, well, like you're exploring the church. And like it's a, it's a catacombs. It's just like the slow mo- moments I like. It's just yeah. Um, it's something the series didn't do very often. So like I didn't mind that um they kind of introduced that. And I and I thought um most of the cell sections were pretty well designed. Like they, they the really sections cell the cell. Oh, yeah. stealth. Oh, they said the cell sections. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, like the boat sections. We're on the boat. Um. Like I thought, those were really good because I because like I felt they kind of designed the game mechanics to really be about stealth this time around, not so much about like shooting. I I, I could, will say, oh sorry, I, I was just, you yeah, go. that's fine. I I had a lot of cases where it'd be like, oh, there's like a a, a region here I got to get through, and it's full of enemies, and I would be I would be personally wanting to do it stealth, right? Like oh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do this in such a way that no one even knows what happened, right? and that's gonna be like a lot of fun. And I would, like, keep resetting the game if I got caught or whatever. I was, like, getting really immersed in this. But I discovered at some point that if I did get caught, I could just shoot everybody pretty yeah. easily and not worry about it. that shotgun solves every problem. Yeah, I'm just like, well, what's even the point of the stealth in this if I can just kill everybody really quick? Like, you got, you got your shotgun and you got your Molotov. I think Molotov was, like, the one in this game. And that just, that'll take out, like, three dudes. <laughs> like, oh man, it was... I think it was. I, I get it. I, I get it confused with Last of Us in my brain because this game also has the thing where you pick up kind of like stuff on the ground and you can put like your your empty bottle and make it like a fire Molotov and throw it at dudes. I I really liked putting the explosives on the corpses <laughs> and then some guy'd be like, "What's this?" and then blow himself up and then go put an explosive on that corpse and then the next person comes in and blows himself up and it's just like, eh. The AI is not the best. <laughs> and I liked the, um, just the, um, the, um, the, I like the, um, exploration when you're trying to find tombs, because it's almost like, 
you're doing a tomb just to get to the tomb sometimes. I did I did like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Except except the underwater ones. Oh man, I didn't know. I didn't like this underwater swimming, but that's just kind of all video I, games. I like this. I feel like I feel like all the stuff I liked is all of that stuff. Um, I think when we complain about the sto- the story things, I think the stuff I'm going to bring up is going to be the stuff that you guys all dislike as well. So it's weird that I ended up liking the game, <laughs> even though we all have like pretty similar yeah. opinions about like what was going on in it. I don't know. What one I didn't of... like is okay. Uh, I want to. All right, all right. So one of the things that just kind of really, and it's just my point that really kind of soured me on on this this Tomb Raider is. Is Horizon Zero Dawn really scratched the itch for me in a way where I like I just oh, okay. I liked that game way better, like tonally and like robot dinosaurs and the story, and it's kind of similar because you have your your female lead protagonist with a bow and she's doing <laughs> stealth stuff, and I'm like, yeah, okay. I uh, I thought the villain in three was super weak. Like, especially coming out of the second game where, like, the villains had personality and their motivations made sense and you could, like, empathize with what they were doing, even if they were going about it in a way that was, like, terrible. And it's like, it's like oh, here's Trinity, the bad guy, secret organization, and we're going to go find their leader. And it's like... I, like, the spoiler here is that it's like he's also the leader of, like, the secret Maya city or at, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and He's it's like, like the, super uh, forced. It, I just the story to me the story of this game I did not like. I didn't like the idea because I thought it was supposed to be Laura did something bad and then got like on purpose. Like that was the marketing material. Of this game is like Laura's dark now, <laughs> and then but like at the start of the game you're you're racing against trinity to steal because they're trying to take the dagger they're, they they want to take it and yeah. you're like yeah i gotta take it first so you get in there and you take the dagger and then all the earthquakes start happening and the guy walks in like three seconds later and goes laura what have you done like you're gonna <laughs> take it you're not just gonna leave it you're not gonna leave the dagger like in the box or whatever and say like yeah i'm just gonna that's why we're drilling into this place and trying to sneak in just, just, you know, just, just make sure no one else gets it. Like, it, would be no. different. it would be different if Trinity turned out to have benign interests, right? Like if it turns out that like, oh, you've been fighting Trinity this whole time, but, but it turns out that like they were secretly the good guys. Like that then it would some be secret, like, like crusader good guy cult or whatever that was trying which would to be, keep... which would be ridiculous. Right. But <laughs> It would be well, something. It would be more like, nah, we're bad. And then the bad guy looks at you like, you're bad. The, like, oh. well, you know, oh, do you know what they could have done? Because the, the villain in this was like, you know, indigenous to that area. They could have done something clever and been like, what are you talking about? Like, there's even themes of this in the game where, it, where it's like, oh, these archaeologists come and just take our, you know, the artifacts that belong to our people and ship them out to museums. And, like, we never get to see him again. Like, this is our culture. They're t- like, they could have done something like that with Laura, where it's just like, you know, like, oh, yeah, you, you're, you think you're racing against Trinity to, like, stop this thing. But, you know, it turns out you're the invader, Laura Croft. Maybe you should think about your actions. Like, they could have done something like that. Yeah. But they that's didn't. What thought, that's what I thought it was, it was more going to be. Like, in her hubris. Uh, yeah. You know, Laura Croft is literally going to end the world somehow. 
Um, like, I see it how she gets through those tombs. Usually a pirate ship is exploding. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, ha a cup. <laughs> yes, yeah, like, what was the deal with this villain? Like, he got exiled from the city. Um, he somehow forms a secret organization that, like, secretly rules the world. And he forms the Illuminati. Yeah, um, and he wants, and there's, like, different branches of it. So the guy you're fighting in part two is just some random guy in the organization. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's just he's, he's on he's on squad B. Yeah, and uh, but the whole point of Trinity was to get this dagger so they could recreate the world so his city could be safe. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. It wasn't even like oh, I'm going to recreate the world and like do something major. Like we're not even going into like Black Panther territory of just like we're going to remake the world so that like civilization is turned on its head or something. No, he just wants to make sure no one ever discovers his his city. Yeah, El Dorado <laughs> stays invisible. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's super vague. What all that means anyway? Like, how, like what is it? The Infinity Gauntlet that he has? Like, is it, <laughs> it felt like it, or it's just like like he he wanted to be Thanos. <laughs> That's the, wanted, I mean, they they imply that it has that kind of power, yeah. you know, like, you're a god if you get this thing. I mean, this was before, like, Infinity War came out, so even the, like, I mean, that movie had, like, MacGuffins he needed and character motivation and all that stuff. Um, yeah, and, like, the cover of the game is, like, this really cool shot of uh, Laura in front of the Eclipse. And, like, I don't think you ever see the eclipse in the game until, like, the ending cutscene. Very, very end. Well, you can see it at the very end. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you're inside of a volcano, so, like, you're not really going to be looking for it. You're busy, like, jumping from, like, falling things and fighting the... And laser sword fighting the final boss, you know? like. <laughs> and, like and, and, like, Noah is like, Laura, you got to stop being an asshole and, and take responsibility. He's like, but what did she do? <laughs> like, you didn't do anything. This like, entire no, game. No, Jonah. I need to. Oh, Jonah. That's his name. Jonah, not Noah. Yeah. Like Jonah. Oh. I need to. That right. What I did, and like he's mad for a little bit, but then he's okay with it later. He has a lot of like. He has a lot of like your princesses in another castle moments too, where it's like he. It's like oh, Jonah. He he crashed in his plane or whatever. And it's like, where could he be? And then you just randomly bump into him somewhere. And he's like, oh, I'm right here. And then he gets kidnapped or whatever, like, immediately. And it's like, oh, I gotta save Jonah. And it just goes on for, like, the whole game. That's why, that's why I think Sam would have been a better... Oh, he... he maybe well, not a better companion, but, like, I think, you know, obviously Jonah and Lara are close. But, like, I felt like there's more of a bond between Lara and Sam because they're, like lifelong friends or whatever. Um, what, so, I'll, I'll, oh, you go, you go. I was going to say, what happened to his, like, cute, adorable love interest lady? Who's, like, I was going to say, it felt like for most <laughs> of the game, they were saying, like, all right, Jonah, go hang out and go on a date with your new girlfriend while I solve this, <laughs> this ancient fresco. <laughs> like, felt like most of the game. And then I she did. The, I think at the end of, of the game, like, she mentions, um, it's like, oh, you're going to see more of that mechanic lady? And she's, he goes like, yeah, I really like her. And she's like, I'm happy for you, Jonah. There's I'm been like just, a sitcom just, going on in I'm the background. I'm just here being asexual Lara for this entire series. And that's Can I, happy for you. I, so I have not read this officially. Um, I've heard this from multiple sources of people talking about it. So take this with a grain of salt. But I, I heard that, she, that Lara Croft herself doesn't really have a love interest 
because the studio told them that they didn't want their audience to feel gay. That makes sense, honestly. Yeah, yeah, they were like, she's not allowed to kiss anybody because we don't want all our male gamers to feel weird <laughs> because Lara Croft kissed some dude. That's dude. why on Bio Yeah, no, that's why on Bioshock Infinite it's the it's it's the poster of Booker with the gun looking cool and that's not what that game's about. Or there's a lot of <laughs> where it's like, yeah, no, it's, it has to be cool, dude. It has I to mean, be for pros. They gotta I mean, drink their happens. monster drinks and <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that happens a lot, and um, I, I kind of made a joke about it earlier about, like, Sam living with Lara, but I think the idea in that first game was to have a relationship between Lara and Sam, um, and you can kind of even see hints of it in that first game. It's, it's interesting, too. Lara, like, Tomb Raider has had a weird history of being both, like, like fairly progressive, but then at the same time, like, not like like it, it, it it's like both weird extremes where it's like oh here's like Lara Croft the only reason she's female is because the designers wanted to have a male character but then they were afraid of lawsuits from like DreamWorks yeah, entertainment yeah. Yeah. yeah so they made it a woman like and the, i think they even had a joke about it with like just make it a woman whatever and they did and then like they quote unquote they accidentally made her boobs real big yeah, yeah. like really like oh we punched we fat fingered the two instead of the one and now our now our boobs are it's like how does that happen and it's and it's like you still chose to leave it in there you know <laughs> like uh so there's all that stuff and she in, in the marketing she's really hyper sexualized in the marketing according to the the original i think his name is toby guard uh but uh apparently he didn't like all that like he he liked the character but he really didn't like the sexualization of Lara Croft he hated it apparently um so so it's got this weird like but then at the same time i remember reading stories about about people who were like you know oh well like they got into archaeology or different sciences as a as a female because you have Lara Croft being this like empowering figure so it's bizarre that you have the, like you have like two sides like two extreme sides of this character uh, that they're like always walking this bizarre line with, um, and I forget why I got on this tangent. There was something about the newest game that I was thinking uh, about. Where we're, or... we're talking about uh, Jonah and his like little girlfriend. Oh right, yeah. And the whole thing with the studio is like you can't kiss anybody and all that stuff. And and yeah. it, it's just weird to me that it's just like I like I don't like I know like they I said I don't really mind that Laura doesn't have a love interest in these games, but it just seems so obvious that Sam is right there in, like, the perfect match for her. <laughs> well, um, I mean, just in general, it's, like, it, it feels... I don't know. To, to me, it feels weird. Like, I feel the corporate side of it leaning in, you know what I mean? Where it's, like, if this if this were a different character, I feel like they probably would be be like, yeah, whatever. Give, give, give John Croft a love interest, you know what I mean? So... Other things I did not like about this game is while the tombs were good and some of them felt like almost mini dungeons and how they were constructed, um, a lot of them had enemies in them, which I didn't like at all. I, oh, yeah. I, I also think that like a lot of the upgrades in this one did not feel as good because because of the, the stuff being on your clothes, which it felt more like... like a lot of the other upgrades felt a lot less like game changing. It was more, it felt more stuff like now I have three healing herbs instead of four. And when it, before it was like, here's a stealth takedown where like, you didn't really, at least I felt like there's like maybe 
four to six different like major upgrades and a lot of like kind of stat increasing ones that I couldn't really tell like a difference. Here's a weird. So here's something I just remembered this. I like. So you have like the the hunter vision or whatever it's called, where you hit like Q and it like highlights all the important crap, um, and it, it's tied to a couple different things in the game. Um, like I forget which things. Like I know it's tied to like healing or or something. I don't know, but I I hate it. I hate the game being like, oh, you don't know how to solve the puzzle. Press this button and we'll just we'll just highlight it in bright yellow for you. And I'm like, this takes well, me out of the game. I think it's non-immersive. So I went into the settings and turned it to like the only way to turn it off is to set the difficulty up to like the highest notch. And when you do that, like half of the skill tree just becomes useless. It's like, well, I can't I can't use this. I can't use that. This this herb does nothing now. So like, I ended up just not playing half the game. <laughs> Oh, so you played it on like the hardest part? Yeah. Well, because I didn't like the 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 cheat vision. Where yeah, it's like, oh, vision. yeah. That turns Batman. off like the that turns off like the environmental clues too, like where you can go on ledges. Yeah, exactly. It turns off all the white like oh, someone came with a bunch of white paint and <laughs> yeah. showed me where to go. Yeah, it turns all of that stuff off, and that could be why I enjoyed the game too, though. To be honest, now that I'm thinking about yeah, it, maybe, because it but... became a much more like I have to figure out how to traverse this environment kind of game. Mm. So, minor spoiler for Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, all of that stuff is in universe justified. And, like, so your character got, like, a, a remnant technology, basically Google Glass kind of thing. So, like, all the highlights you're seeing, she's seeing, and that's why she's so good. Is that she has, like, oh, I, here, it marks, like, the climbable surfaces for me. And that's how I can get up there. And it's really cool. It's a really cool, like, I, I like it. It was like, nah, our gameplay is justified in the story. And everyone's like, how are you so good? It's like, oh, because I can scan the monster. Can't you guys? It's like, oh, yeah. man. Uh, some other stuff I didn't really care for. Like, you remember you mentioned, like, the awesome shotguns in the other games? Yeah. yeah. Um, I felt the, the, the weapons in, in Shadow of the Tomb Raider didn't have much of a punch to them. Um, or, or they didn't have, like, a really difference in them. A lot of them yeah. felt like, like, there's, like, three shotguns and they're the same. And, like, or, or either, like, the enemies don't react to weapons as well, because, like, those little, like, the like the supernatural enemies in this game are these... Yeah, the cannibals. Or, people, like... Yeah, the cannibal guys. Um, like, they, 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 they don't react to weapons very well, so, like, when you're being swarmed by them, like, you don't feel like you're really... You're really doing yeah, anything. Yeah, there's that there's that there's the first encounter where you have a shotgun and you're in like a skull pit and they're coming in from the walls. And I felt like I was hitting like two shots. It they took like three shots to kill, and I was having to like constantly chug shield and health potions. And it it didn't it didn't either feel empowering or like there's another way solution. It was basically I was Two shots and then reloading and scrambling, and they, that, it didn't. It didn't yeah. feel like it didn't feel like I'm in a stealth scenario or I have cover. It just felt like I'm in a I'm in a box, and then they threw in like three guys. Attack. Yeah, I, got, I went back to like Rise of the Tomb Raider, which does really well, and the weapons like have a kick to it. The sound effects are really good. Yeah, like you hit a dude with a shotgun in those the yeah. first two games, and they're gone. Yeah, like, <laughs> 
Yeah, it's like I went back to check to make sure, like, well, maybe I'm just misremembering, but no, like, on the second game, just does a way better um, with like the weapon sounds and and, and all that stuff. Um, the like, that scene. About... Oh, go ahead. Oh, so that that part in that skull pit that you're describing was probably one of my least favorite parts of the game, like from a gameplay point of view, because it, it is just like. Oh, just kill everything! It's gonna jump in at you and and just outlast it all. And it's like that's a, that's a, that's a sequence that really needed you to like have to figure out like oh I gotta collapse that tunnel and I gotta blow this up over here and you know where it's like <clears throat> it, it doesn't even feel like you're being swarmed necessarily because it's like oh you're gonna have to just fight like three of these at a time whatever it doesn't feel like a boss fight it's just like here's some like filler trash for you to deal with you know uh oh. What? And it's also like built up, like oh, there's these monsters, and then that's where they get revealed, and it's just like a bunch of normal dudes wearing loincloths, like scrambling around. It's yeah. like, oh, you're just cannibals. Okay, and also this game to me commits bland video games like mistake slash problem where you get ready for boss fight the helicopter. Like <laughs> here he comes. The moment leading up to that, the helicopter boss fight. When you think Jonah got killed, and Laura Croft turns into Terminator Laura Croft, <laughs> well, that part was cool. Yeah. I like that part. I wish that was more of the game. Yeah, and like that was the moment where I was like, okay, this game's turning around. I'm gonna be Cold Stone Killer Laura Croft. Yeah, so just, yeah, just walking with like your machine gun, just da da da. I was like, yeah, no, that's good. That's what uh, I wanted. Oh, but he's alive. Oh well. well <laughs> what um, I I completely forget. Why the cannibals like you at the end? Yeah, because she tells them like she's on their side. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so like I kind of like in the ending where she has to sacrifice herself to um, end the apocalypse, basically. Yeah, you had to become the sun god and then kill yourself. Basically, yeah. But why does she live again? Like, why does she survive that? Ah, because you know it's okay. Yeah, like I thought that was gonna be like, oh, this is an interesting end to the character. Like, she she sacrificed <laughs> she, herself. She died. Yeah, she died. I mean, she's was... died before, you know. In the, in two that would years. be that would be the atonement. Yeah. I mean, the real reason is they might have they didn't want to kill off in case you know we're gonna make a fourth game if this did really well. You know? They should reboot it again, in my opinion. Like, they should just go like full Doctor Who with this and <laughs> just keep rebooting it over and yeah. over and over. Just yeah, do like so, Zelda or anything. Yeah. Just make it weird. Just make the next one like here's go go full fantasy Raider. with the next one. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. Good, but she like she survives though, and uh, it, it will get to that. But I want to finish up with this. Okay, um, okay. And so that's another part I didn't like. Like, why did she just survived for no reason. Um, we talked about how we really like the uh, escape sequences where you're like, there's a mountain falling behind you and you have to climb up rocks as they're falling down mountains and <laughs> those are coming down. This game actually has a few of those, but um, I thought they were really blatant in how they were just lining up the environment to, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like to escape. And like think- Laura, Laura would even like, if you slightly miss like something's supposed to jump on she would like kind of like motion tween it over to him yeah she would motion tween over to it yeah Um, i also think it's just those like those sequences are less impressive because we've seen so many games do them that's like like the first time you see that in uncharted in, in but like if you think about it we've had 
four Uncharted's and two Tomb Raiders minimum that have had those kind of escape sequences in every game. So now it's like, here we go again. Like, I actually felt at ease at those sections because it's like, okay, I can't really die because they're not going to keep me act, and then the yes. path's going to show up. I felt like I was, it honestly felt like I was playing kind of Crash Bandicoot. Or like, yeah. I'm running straight. I haven't played any of the Uncharted games, and I felt the same way with this one. I, I think it's I think it's because they're not as well designed. I think it is like a Crash Bandicoot, where it's like everything just lines up for you. Whereas, like, if you remember in that first Tomb Raider reboot, like, there'd be, like, an action, like, oh, I'm, I'm sliding down the mountain, whoa! But then there'd be, like, a big sequence where, like, I remember there's a part where you fall into, like, a plane, and she, she you know, falls it's down cracking, and lands on yeah. the, yeah, and you're like, oh, and it's like a, it's like an action scene from, like, a, like, Jurassic World or something, you know, where you're like, oh, no! And it's, and it's, like, edge of your seat kind of, like, fun action stuff, uh, where it's like, what's gonna happen next? Like, you know, oh, now we're in a parachute, and, like, it's creative and fun, uh, but the then, best. like in the newest one, it's just like just run down the path, look out for the boulder, jump to the left. You know, it's yeah, like, it's like it's like this this uh, telephone pole is going to conveniently, um, you know, be in your way, so you can yeah. climb across it at this exact moment, and this car is going to come by at this exact moment. Like, it's I want to this... make a gif of of Crash Bandicoot running through some of those sequences. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the best one is probably near the start where uh, like the city's getting flooded. Yeah, that's that's the one I would say is to me one of the worst ones. Oh, because at least in my narrative, like I was seeing Laura do all these jumps, and then out of the periphery, I see just people kind of hanging out on a building. I'm like, Laura, you're above the water, just chill. <laughs> like, like, and if the super tsunami's coming after you, like, you're not going to outrun it. Wasn't it's there, still there? Wasn't there one where like? I can't remember if, like, there was, like, a mudslide one, wasn't there? Yeah. Like, at the yeah. church. Yeah, at the church. That's right. I remember liking that one. Um, that was the one I'm talking about where, like, Laura would just magically teleport to the thing <laughs> you missed. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, there's another one where you're running from the cannibals, and, oh, yeah. like, it's, it's, like, nothing's really collapsing or happening. You're just, like, kind of running away from them. Uh, they really needed to have a volcano eruption one, I think. Uh, that's like such a big like lost potential in my opinion. If you're gonna do like big action sequences and there's like a big volcano that you can see on the map throughout most of the game, have that motherfucker. Oh, sorry yeah. for the f bomb, but have that thing erupt and there's like lava and meteors falling down. You know, like what? Like, come on. <laughs> or or for example, because I think like those kind of set piece scenes to me they've they've lost impact because I know that there's yeah. no threat to them. Like, what if you did something where you had that combat arena, you're in there, and there's, like, the three cannibal guys coming in. What if, like, you think you could shoot them, but there was, like, a hole, and you could run. And if you wanted to run, it, it didn't say, like, here's our action set piece run section, but you could run away from the cannibals and not shoot them. And that would be, like, a pseudo jump, and they would chase you, or you could just stand and fight. And I think that would make it make it more like at least hiding that you're it's a running sequence and, and you, it would give like player choice. Like, do you want to do the platforming like while the dudes are chasing you, or do you want to fight them and then have an easier platforming kind of thing? I think well, I think more of that would have made the game more interesting. Here, here's something funny. I'm thinking about this now, and, and 
all of the older like PlayStation era Tomb Raider games, they had sequences like that too, but they weren't really scripted in the way they are nowadays. And then it would just be like, oh, you know, you fall down a hole and there's like a slide that you go down and then you like land in a room and like the walls are closing in. So you got to start moving and like you could just turn left and run right into the spike wall and die, you know, whatever. Uh, but it's like you're kind of meant to, to go through this and it's sort of like a nonstop, like you're not going to have a, a moment to take a breath, you know. Um, like don't save anywhere along this path because you're going to start back and then, and then die immediately. Uh, there were a lot of those kinds of moments, but like I said, they weren't scripted. It wasn't like, oh, she's running automatically or you're you're on like a path or the camera's moving around. It's like you're still within full control. You just don't ha- – you just can't stop, right? Right? Like you you have to move. And I feel like that's more effective. I think that they should have gone back to that kind of format at some point in this Uh because I, I, I think that like you know having the big act like the set pieces is a lot of fun but like it, it really takes the control of the player out of the equation you know what i mean so i i don't know it, it, it's it's there's there's ways they could have done it but it's weird that they went back to like a rather tired formula and then on top of that did it badly <laughs> uh what do you guys think of like the open world city and having like quests and npcs and- i didn't do any of it I'm gonna I didn't, be honest. I didn't do any of it either because it it felt like like I did stuff in the first one, and then when you gave me like, well, here's City Two, I was like, no, like <laughs> it, it like if there was just one area, like like to me that should have either been a chapter or an area, and you needed to do like here's the three quests you need to do in the fishing village so that everyone teams up and then they attack the trinity base and then you get through the the thing because you can't do it alone like that would be fine well, I, but I, it, I, well, I did a, a couple of them and like they lead to some you know fun mini tombs um yeah but there came a point where i was like i'm not bothering with any of this <laughs> well it comes so late in the in the not necessarily in the game but it comes at a point in the story where it feels like like you're wasting your time you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, there's this bad thing that's about to happen and we have to stop it. But the queen is imprisoned. Yo, yeah. I need to find this guy's like like lost dice or whatever. Yeah, like like his beads and then go get some fish. It's like, no. Yeah. It's also okay, so so while we're on the topic of Golden City, <laughs> did did you guys have a problem with how competent like twelve year old boy king is? Because he goes from kind like, of. like he goes from like, oh, I need my mother. I'm really concerned about mother. Oh no, she's dead. And now I'm like the perfect general. All right, everyone, let's get. Like he turns, he like it feels like he ages like fifty years in like like twenty minutes. Where he's just and like now he's the mo- everyone's well respected. Everyone's like, yo, he's the king, and they were all listening to him. There's no drama. He's just, yep, here he is. And and not only that, but everyone's like reflecting on how great he is too. Like, oh, he's so mature, you know. <laughs> he's like twelve years old. You know what also really bothered? And I brought this up. I forget if I talked to you, Joey, about this. I did talk about this to my voice actor buddies that I'm with, but um, it bothered me. And this doesn't normally bother me in games and movies and stuff, but it bothered me here for some reason that everyone spoke English. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why. I was but like, was "Oh, there... here's this city that that has been isolated from the world forever." 
oh, everyone here just speaks like English with an accent. <laughs> uh, they brought that up, didn't they? That um, whenever Trinity came back, they brought back like languages of the world. Did they? So like the entire city just knows like a dozen languages. And since you're their guest, they're all speaking English to, to make Cause you feel you comfortable. Because you could have had just the artful cut where they're speaking Spanish and Laura speaks Spanish and then it transitions into English. So you know that they're they're speaking that language, but for us who cannot, we've we've gone like Laura and then we've kind of trained and now they're like like in her head, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like this is what she's hearing. It's especially, it's especially funny because at the very beginning of the game, when you load it up, a message comes up. That's like, look, everybody, it's okay. We have a really diverse staff of designers <laughs> that have made this game for you. And I'm like, oh, and they and they they're like, we're we're representing this culture the best way we can. We've done our research, but then everyone's speaking English. I'm just like, wait a second, game developers, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. So the game ends like uh, like you go back to the city, and from a story point of view, I thought there was still more to go, but like. I went back to the city and it says, oh, this is the point of no return part of the game. I'm like, oh, this is the end. Um, and, like, you start doing the volcano stuff and, like, you hear radio chatter where it's like, we've gathered all the leaders of Trinity to witness the rebirth of the world. <laughs> and then, like, a few minutes later, you're like, oh, no, the helicopter crash that they were in. <laughs> so Trinity is gone. Hooray. <laughs> um, and so it just felt super rushed in that area where, I, like... The game overall, the third game, felt like... It felt like it it did... It it, dis, it feels rushed in the way where it feels like they took concept art for the other two games, kind of spliced it together. Because they had the engine, at least story-wise. Like, there's new stuff, granted, and it takes a lot of work to make a game. But it feels like they wanted to get out this game... Like it, it, it. I don't know, man. It, it felt this is one where I feel like if you if you let it cook for another year or two, it could have ironed out some stuff. Yeah, um, and apparently it didn't sell very well because about a month after it came out, it started being half price in sales. <laughs> um, which yeah, I mean, of, it's, it's competently put together at least. Oh yeah, like, like, it's not like oh yeah, this game is all in all like not bad. Um, you look at a lot of the games coming out now, and, and it's, it's just, like yeah, it's just compared to the other two, which I like adored. Uh, this one was a pretty big disappointment, and the fact that I bought it, um, you know, sixty dollars when it came out, and then a month <laughs> later it was thirty, and I could have gotten all the DLC um, for you know less than sixty bucks. Um, kind of left a bitter taste in my yeah. mouth. It's I think it's what also hurt it. Is because it isn't a bad game. Like mechanically, it's the same as the first two, but like the the issue is that game other games came out. Like the Tomb Raider climbing is all right, but then like the Breath of the Wild. Oh, you can just climb anywhere. Happened between them, and then mm-hmm. it feels like oh, here's like the here's the here's the pumicey wall I can climb on now <laughs> instead of like no, you just go up, you just climb, just mm-hmm. go up there. I feel yeah. like some of that hurts it because it's just like you're seeing you're like like 
similar to what Laura Croft trying to find relics, like the things are advancing and you're you're not keeping it up. Well, you know what's yeah, funny it, about that? Plus, it's not quite done done quite as well as the other games. So yeah, I think that's the bigger bit. point. Well, because it's so with the original Tomb Raider games. All right, one, two, three, and four. One, two, and three uh, in particular, when they made the first one, whatever company owned, you know, Eidos or whatever, or Core Design, I think, I think Eidos owned, I don't remember the, but they they were demanding them, or maybe it was Sony was demanding them to come up with another game every year as a game production studio does. And so, like, they, they just kept the same engine and would just, like, add, like, little dumb things to it. And by the third game, everyone was saying, like, oh, this is getting really tired and old. And they wanted something new. You know, and then, like, you know, they went on to make, like, Angel of Darkness, which was very new and very bad. And, uh, I mean, like, that got rushed as well. I mean, there's a whole thing about that. But it's weird that you see kind of, like, an interesting mirror to this. Like, I wonder if, like, you know, in 10 years, if you were to revisit these ones, like, if if you would still feel that by the third game... Uh, just because, like, like we're expecting more things now. You know what I mean? Uh, like other other games are advancing in different ways. Although I will say, uh, a Breath of the Wild take on like Tomb Raider would be pretty cool. Yeah. Like, oh, here's like a big open world. Go find your own tombs. You know? Yeah, they, yeah. just just and and I think it's I I think that's kind of and and what also to me is is that I mean we've said that the story in 3 isn't isn't as great. Like the uncharted games, the gameplay stayed the same, but they put more of their time into like the story and the and the character kind of interactions and the emotional thing, which helps like even though you're kind of doing the same shooting and jumping and climbing, but if like the characters matter, you're like you you accept it. It's fine. Whereas mm-hmm. in this one, it, it didn't feel like as it's it's kind of felt like yeah here's the Laura again and she's she's she feels weak compared to the other two which I thought were good character and good gameplay. But wasn't, kinda... was, wasn't by the end of the third game she kind of retired from adventuring? Like wasn't that kind of where she ended up? In 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 this Tomb Raider, she she basically says, "Oh, I'm gonna." Do more Tomb Raiding. Okay, because I, I seem to remember that, um, like the end scene was like, oh, I can just enjoy being in my mansion and asking my butler for tea, and that was kind of like how the game ended. Um, unless I'm misremembering it <laughs> and locking him in the freezer. <laughs> in the freezer. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like I, this is going back to an earlier point in our conversation, but I just thought it was so weird. It's like, oh, the leader of Trinity is here. And it's like, oh, it's this guy. Oh, he's also like the like a member of this the, the El Dorado guy. Like it just all felt so bizarre. Yeah. Like I was waiting for like the head of like the Illuminati to be like this major figure in the game. Or oh, it was her father or something. You I know thought it mean? was going to be like I'll be real. I thought it was gonna be her dad that like faked his own death to try to become God or something. And that like, would have been better. Like you like, know? like like she turns around and it's like, Hey, good job. Like you you got here. And that's that's what needed the ritual was like some champion to sacrifice and that all of it was to get his daughter strong enough to like murder on the altar. And <laughs> or, that's what we needed. 
or I mean, you could even do a thing with like, let's say, you know, maybe at the beginning of the game, she's she's making some bad decisions. She's getting a little reckless. Maybe her ego is getting the better of her. And then it's like you come to find out there's like, you know, a, a, a plot twist like, oh, her, her my father is secretly the leader of Trinity. And then and then it's like, you know, and like you said, he faked his own death to like try to become God or whatever. And then it's just like, oh, you have like a Darth Vader kind of moment where it's just like, you know, oh, is Lara Croft going to be good or evil? Like, you know, her she comes from this evil guy. Maybe she's going to turn bad. You know, like uh, like that that could have been like a strong thing, but it's just like the leader of Trinity is just like Doctor Random Dude, and you're like, yeah. oh, it's him, whatever. <laughs> I think you find out that uh, her father was working with Trinity, but like he betrayed them, and that's why they killed him. Um, yeah, yeah, something like that. But that's that's just Dan. It's <laughs> it's very eh. Wait, it's wasn't that in the flashback when you're little, Lara? little baby Laura. Um, yeah. Like, one that ends is, is like, when he gets shot. <laughs> yeah, you hear the bang, and he's like, oh. Yeah. Um, oh, no. Yeah, so I, I don't think... I love the first two games. I think the third game is alright, but um, it didn't end the trilogy very well, and I, and I don't think they're going to make any more. So... Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, uh, I think it would be cool if... I, this would never happen, but I think it'd be really cool if, like, you know, they would hand off the Tomb Raider franchise to like someone else now, and they're like, "Here's, here's these guys are going to reboot it again and do like a different take on things," and and that was just like became like a tradition or whatever over time. I'm sure uh, that'll happen. Like, uh, oh, I'm sure eventually it will, but it, it, not because like they care about Tomb Raider. It'll, it'll be because like oh, we haven't done anything with this. Let's sell it for some money, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I almost guarantee when. It comes back. It's going to be like the more cartoonish. I could. I only hope so because uh, like, I would love that. Uh, like the quote unquote classic Lara, with like the shorts, like the short uh, shorts, and like big boobs and like the sunglasses <laughs> and all that. Like I almost guarantee it's going to be that Lara again because I don't think this this reboot series kind of did the numbers that they were hoping for, and I think a lot of old fans kind of resent it for being so different it's also difficult because like it's kind of like with 007 right where like the cartoony version of 007 is a lot of fun uh but it doesn't like there's a lot of issues with it that come to light really quickly in like most modern media where it's like, oh, we're going to take, like, a serious take on 007. And then, like, all of a sudden, it's like, wait, what's with all these women he's dating? Like, this is bad. Like, that's not a good message, you know? Like, what happens to them? And and it's like, it, like, loses that. So, I mean, and it, it, it not really necessarily making comparisons, I guess. I'm just sort of saying that it's, like, it's difficult with, with franchises like this to, to update them. Like, like, I don't know. I, I guess what I'm saying is that I don't know if they could go back to cartoony Laura Croft because there is that conversation about like kind of what I was saying earlier where it's like, well, how do we re represent this character? You know, like, can we really make to, this? Sorry, go ahead. I think they would have to make her more self, like the whole game more self-aware kind of like Bayonetta's kind of self-aware. Yeah. I could see like, that. Over the topness and sexuality. Um, if they, I don't want it to be a parody, but like just make it a little, it's a you can, if it's good, it's good. That's that's my yeah. number one rule for all media. If you make it good, like generally speaking, it's it's fine. Um, 
but like I don't put know. Dinosaurs like it, back in. Put uh, yeah, make it ridiculous. Put, like, a, like Atlantis. Put put um, you know, put monsters. You know, if you it, like stories about archaeologists these days, like and and I mean, you know, this this like like I just feel like it's difficult. If if you asked me to write this series and make it serious, in my brain I would be thinking about like you know. Like, like, okay, well, but like, there, there's all these issues. There's all these like modern conversations going on about these things being moral or not. How do we tiptoe around these issues? And it's like, oh, you just put dinosaurs in Atlantis and aliens in it. There you go. All right, <laughs> I, I've come. I've been thinking about it. I've come up with it. Yo, you check mean, it out. You've been quiet for a while. So yeah, because I've been thinking. Because right. I'm thinking like, how how do you do a new Tomb Raider? So I was thinking like. All right. I, at first, I had an idea where, like, you see the trailer. It's space. There's like a <laughs> big old bunch of derelict like spaceships, and Laura Croft is like a space like 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 scrap person, and she's having to go into all these like ancient space stations and stuff. And that's like the tombs. And I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. Like, just just make it space. But then I thought of it, and I came up with the solution, and it's Laura Croft. Sphere Hunter. Final Fantasy 10-3 is Laura Croft reboot. Laura <laughs> Croft's on Spira. She's getting in the dungeons. You got all your monsters, your Final Fantasy connection. It's all there. Square owns it. You you tie in those knots. I think people would be so on board for like Laura Croft and Final I, Fantasy. When think you started talking it. and you talked about spaceships. My brain immediately went into Lara Croft teams up with Doom Guy. Yeah, do it. <laughs> that would actually somehow that pairing is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we gotta go to Mars and and defeat demons. Like, yeah, do it. Pretty, like, that's pretty I mean, classic Tomb Raider. I'm gonna be yeah, because I think like Tomb Raider. The thing is, it's all about exploring old things and fighting weird stuff. Fighting weird so, stuff is like a staple. In, you got exploration. Laura so Croft be... goes to hell. <laughs> yeah. So like, go to space, stuff. or she goes to Final Fantasy, because then you get a monsters. I think people would be really on board with like, like you're sneaking up, and then there's a there's a behemoth, and you're trying to like that's your boss fight, and you have to grab like the ancient. Uh, materia, and you got to slot it into your dual pistols and shoot at it. I mean, think we, about it. I think we're we talking be... about um, in our Kingdom Hearts show where uh, <laughs> the next Kingdom Hearts should have a Tomb Raider world. Yeah, <laughs> I'm well, saying maybe we go the other way around Tomb Raider and Kingdom Hearts. I think that'd it. be neat. You, you got I, it. Yeah, I, if you're gonna... if they, <clears throat> you might be onto something if they do something so over the top, like. It's it's Tomb Raider, but it's Final Fantasy. I think that would headlines and, people would be like, "Yo, this is sick." I think there <laughs> might be something there that they'll never do, but I think people might be into it. <laughs> well, it's like Lara Croft is a character. Like I keep seeing, I don't, I don't know if this is mainstream or it's just on my Twitter feed. I don't know, but I keep seeing someone making art of Tomb Raider and like Wonder Woman going on adventures and being like lesbian lovers. And it's fantastic. And it's like, look, look, you just got to take Lara Croft. And it's like, she's already kind of like an insane, crazy fantasy character. Just put her into like insane, crazy fantasy stuff. And it's yeah. perfect. Um, Cause, yeah. I think that's what I'm saying. Cause I just square owns it. 
and they want to center and and they're going to have all those final fantasy remake assets like <laughs> big like those those models are done like they got they got they got those monsters just slide them on over well like and that's the thing you mentioned you got to fight something crazy the classic tomb raider the second tomb raider 2 uh adventures of Lara Croft or whatever it's called <laughs> is, is about there's like you know an evil cult mafia based out of venice that like you know they they have like an opera house that they 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 run you know in secret and all this nonsense you know it's very mobster stuff and like the 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 plot is the villain or whatever uh wants to turn into a dragon and at the end he does and you fight a dragon and you kill him and he explodes and dies and turns into a skeleton or whatever. But that's like the most down to earth classic Tomb Raider game out of the entire bunch. <laughs> yeah, oh, I bet. Like I said, they try to go back to the original Tomb Raider, like uh, supernatural stuff, and uh, but just make it more modern. I think that's what more we're gonna do. I think, yeah. I mean, I think you got to go over the top and ridiculous with yeah. it. it. It's got to. I- you yeah, gotta got have like rubber suit monsters. I got. I don't got. I mean, it's either go to space or go to Final Fantasy. That's, to, that's my final to, thoughts. Go to hell. No, they gotta have Lara Croft teams up with Doom guy. Somehow that seems like a match made in heaven to me. I don't know how. I don't know how. Lara Croft Space Marine. Yeah. Yeah. Make her, yeah. Put her on Mars. Get weird, Get weird, weird with, with it. it. Yep. I think. I think. I think we're that's the ready. Solution. Because it we're it is time. It's time to get weird with it. Look, look th- think about how many other properties have been getting weird with it lately, and it yeah, works out great. Out. Yeah, it's just like, oh, why didn't we think of that before? <laughs> I can't think of any examples now that I said that, so I feel like a dummy. But but still, you know. Well, like Saints Row um, started pretty normal, and then, but in one of their spinoffs, they go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway uh, I, I guess we like Tomb Raider and uh, we want her to go to space we want the Tomb Raider to go to space yep <laughs> I think it's time we're go ready to Mars fight demons yeah. we've you had know, three realistic games let's get weird you know like uh, Lara Croft best archaeologist on the planet they discover ruins on Mars so who do you call Laura Croft exploring Just... Martian ruins and uh oh these <laughs> the <mortals. demons. laughs> it's it's like it's like I don't know man like I don't know I I maybe don't know just, whatever maybe they just go back to like old Tomb Raider continuity um, and have it be the same character. I don't know. Maybe that's not weird enough. Not well, weird I, enough. Unless she's going to Mars or Final Fantasy. Look, and bring her stupid mansion back. <laughs> I want to. Yeah. I want to lock the butler in the freezer. One day. All right. Are, are we good? <laughs> I think we're good. I think we talked about Tomb Raider. Um. So thank I think. you. <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. Um. Casey, what is your Patreon? Oh yeah, what is my Patreon? It's probably uh, Casey Mobile, isn't it? Let me look. I think so. It probably is. Oh no, I've gone to Facebook by mistake. <laughs> the bookmarks are next to each other. Um, for those who don't know, uh, Casey is a uh, artist and animator, like a guy. I, I make a show about dragons. Yep, he uh, he works or with a us dragon on, uh, at the moment. 
he worked with us on uh, old tune work stuff so, and uh patreon.com slash casey mobile yeah that's what it is um, and i'm at patreon.com slash legendary frog um Rayleth, do you want to pimp your podcast or something or uh just just go to Rayleth on twitter that's where all my stuff is you can find it from there you get you get to the comics or the podcast from there uh I, I did make a Patreon. Do not subscribe to it or give me money right now. It's not prepared. I just got in there because because that date they had to do where, like, if you don't make, make one before, like, it was, like, last week, then you had to pay to get, like, the founder package. And I'm like, oh, I just – I got that set up, and that will probably be launched, like, next year. Yeah, they have, like, a tier list, like, like a, a payment tier where if you just start a Patreon now – you can like only do donations and that's it. Um, but if you, you want, don't get like, all the yeah the the old you, you had to make one before last week to get all of the regular old features. So yeah, interesting. So if you wanted like tiers or like Patreon tiers, um, it's like a pay, you have to pay for it now. Which um, well, I mean, they need to find a way to be profitable. So I guess I can't blame. Them, they are profitable, aren't they? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure they are. They are, but they have investors that want okay. entertainment. Yeah, I think that's, that's besides the point. That's a different conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know. I guess the the elevator pitch for my show is it's it's I'm just over here ripping off Doctor Who and mashing it with Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> oh, right. so there we go. We missed the obvious crossover. Yeah. Lara Croft should team up with Nathan Drake. Oh, I, was, I thought you were going to say Doctor yeah. Who, and I was like, oh, that's perfect. I thought you were going to say Dungeons and Dragons. I'm like, oh. yeah, Laura Croft Dungeon Raider. Think about it. Okay. Yeah, why not? Um, sure. Anyway, take care, guys. Thanks for being on. Yep. Bye. Bye. See you guys later. I had to reference uh, Amnesia Machine for Pigs, because that was the last conversation I remember me and you having. <laughs> I was complaining no, about a okay. Machine for Pigs. That's okay. <laughs>